on this episode of Pine State Gothic. And as I got to it, my brain couldn't identify or wrap around quite what it was. This thing completely covered the whole window, so the point of there was no light coming through at all from the moon or anything. Two thousand two, Brooks, Maine. I'm nineteen. I'm outside one cold November night. I've always been fascinated by stars, planets, space, and as I'm looking at the sky, trying to pick out my favorite constellations, lights appear above, in formation. And I realize they look so strange, not only because they are in formation, but because the stars in between them have disappeared. There is a mass beyond the formation of lights, blocking the starlight behind it. There's no sound. It's completely silent. And suddenly, I feel extremely small. I'm Leah Watkins. On this episode of Pine State Gothic, two true stories of strange creatures, an unidentified flying object, and possible ghost or demonic activity. We start with Melanie, whose trip on a dark back road from Dresden to Augusta 18 years ago took an unexpected turn that challenged her understanding of the natural world, and she's still looking for answers. She's going to tell you all about it right now. My name is Melanie, and my event happened in Dresden, Maine. I moved to Maine in 2002, and for a while, until we decided where we were going to work and where we were going to live, we stayed with my brother-in-law in Dresden. And um, my children, became friends with the kids down there. Eventually, we moved to Augusta. Well, they still communicated with all their friends, of course, and we did events down there. And there used to be a Friday night dance at Blue Haven. It was a little community hall or something, but there was a teen dance every Friday night. And I would drive them from Augusta to Dresden. And because of their age, they had a 10 o'clock curfew. So um, I would drive them, I would take them down there, come back to Augusta, do my thing, and then go back and pick them up at 10 o'clock. So it was, a, it was in March. It was around 9.30, and I was taking um, Route 27 between Dresden and Wisconsin, and it was raining. It was raining that night, and it was a good solid rain. It was wet. It was mushy. It was March, so it was kind of that kind of sluggy, snowy kind of mess that can sometimes happen still in March. There's no, there are no streetlights. There are ditches with water. There's, there's moisture in different areas. And I'm coming down, and my headlights pick up movement on the side of the road so I slow down and it wasn't horribly too far ahead of me but it was far enough that I could slow down and I slowed down 
And as I got to it, I, my brain couldn't identify or wrap around quite what it was. At first I thought it was um, some kind of a, like a weasel type animal, but then I realized it was a little bit too big for that. So I, you know, I stopped the car, put my high beams, I, I was trying to adjust my light so I could see it better and I could see movement. So I kind of inched my car a little bit closer. It didn't uh, react to any of the lighting or the sound of my car or anything. It just kept its very weird movement. It wasn't moving forward and it wasn't moving backwards. It was just movement. I get out of my car and kind of come around when I realized it wasn't something that was going to run at me because it wasn't really moving. And when I got out, it was um, probably the length of a fox body. And it had a circular shape, the full length of creature and it kind of became smaller at either end and it didn't come to a point or anything it just became smaller and it was kind of a rounded thing but it was sluggish it looked like if you touched it it would have that feel to it like if you touched a slug and it was um contracting so it was like maybe breathing it was like that kind of movement for breathing and i i kind of made try to make sounds to see if it would react and it didn't react and it didn't move or it didn't withdraw so I at that point I was really freaked out because it didn't have a face it didn't have any kind of facial features and it was literally the size of a, of a, a good-sized fox it was wet but it wasn't anything as romantic as glistening or anything like that it was just it was just this this wet clump of flesh or something and um, it was dark colored. I don't know the exact color because it was dark out. Um, to this day, I can't really wrap my mind around anything other than I, w I had this urge to touch it because I wanted to see what it felt like. Because it was, I really, <laughs> I wanted to touch it, but I was too chicken to touch it. And then I, I kind of froze. I didn't really know how to react. So I came back, I got in my car, I called my husband. He, he told me that, you know, I was crazy. He had, you know, whatever. Um, when I kind of backed my car up, like away from it, and looked, it was at that point retreating in a um, accordion-type way, almost like very slowly towards the ditch where I noticed that there was a lot of water. You know, and then I get in the car, dressed into Wisconsin, not that far, but drive like the further I drove, and the more I thought about it, that's when I started getting kind of shaky and really. Um, like having a body reaction to it, fear or adrenaline, I don't know what it was, but but in the moment I was just really stunned because I, I just couldn't, I, my brain couldn't process what I was seeing. So I've researched it, I've um, I've spoken to, there's a museum in Portland and I've spoken to people who represent that museum. They were fascinated, but they couldn't figure out you know what it might have been. I spoke to this wonderful old fisherman in Wiscasset who you know, was telling me the generations of family that he's had here and how weird things happen in weird places. I don't even know how we got onto the topic, it was gonna pop down there. And, and I told him my story and he told me that it was a mutated seal. There was no part of it that made me think that. So to this day, you know, this was 18 years ago, I still haven't been able to figure out what that might've been. I've driven that route many times. I've gone there in the daytime in that area to take a look around and there's nothing that would, that would indicate anything. Coming back, I very slowly came back and. I've never seen anything like that again um, in that area or any other area. I've spoken to it to many, many, many people, and they either look at me like um, I'm lying or there's something wrong with my mind. Um, they couldn't explain it either. Really funny because 
I'm so open-minded about everything. You know, when I go out at night, I'm not looking at the ground, I'm looking at the sky. When I go into a place and I feel some kind of juju kind of way, I really pay attention to what I'm feeling in an area. I, I just believe that there's more than what we can see. But in that moment, you know, when I think, when I say that and I think about it, I think about, you know, I've seen apparitions that I can't, well, I can't explain it, I know what they were. Um, I've looked in the sky and I've seen weird lights, you know, but I just was so not expecting something like this ever in my life. I, I've thought of it so frequently over the years, I've just taken it out of my mind. Melanie, thank you for sharing that story. Up next, Amanda's hometown of Bridgeton has been the location of many brushes with the paranormal. Is her house a hot spot? Or is she? You'll hear what she has to say when Pine State Gothic continues. My name is Amanda. I grew up in a very small town in southwestern Maine, Bridgeton. It's pretty close to the New Hampshire border. Super small population of like 5,000 people. Lots of lakes and stuff around the area. And it's one town over from where Stephen King has a summer house. So, you know, it's already a little creepy anyway. <laughs> in 2009, I had just gotten my driver's license, but I wasn't allowed to drive with other people in the car besides like my immediate family because, you know, that whole six-month rule. So I had my friend in the car with me and I wanted to drive her home after like a sleepover or something. So my dad, always being the one to never say no, was like, okay, I'll come with you. I think it's late, but he was pretty tired, but he came anyway. So I drive her into town, drop her off, and I only live like about three and a half miles outside of town. It's a pretty short drive. So we're coming back and about a half a mile, if that, maybe even less from my house, there's a quarter mile section of really big open fields. So you, you drive home, all the trees open up and there's just, you know, fields for as far as you can see for a little bit. And there's one really large three-story farmhouse on the corner and that's it. And there's always deer running through there. So it's always the spot, you know, gotta keep an eye out because they're everywhere. So we're opening up coming out of the tree cover and all of a sudden we look over and right about where this big white farmhouse is behind it and kind of adjacent to it there's this big thing floating in the sky like what the heck is that you know so I'm driving I'm like kind of like glued to the windshield like nose right on the steering wheel just trying to get a, a good look at this thing and my dad's looking out the passenger window I'm like what the heck so we get close up to it, like we pass the farmhouse, we pull over, and we get out, and we're looking at it. I'm like, Dad, are, are we seeing a UFO right now? Like, what is this? And we're just staring at it. We're like, well, it's gonna disappear any second, you know? And, and it didn't, it just hovered there for a while. We watched it, maybe for like a good minute and a half. And it was quite a while ago, so the memories are a little fuzzy, but I remember distinctly thinking that it looks like a football that somebody threw, and then it just paused like mid-arc and it was totally silent 
it was huge. It was like the size of, you know, a commercial jet that you take overseas for a trip or something. It was massive, but no sound. There was some lights on it. I remember they were going through like a slow changing cycle, like an LED lights that you get on like your Christmas tree. Really slow. I don't remember where the lights were really located, but I remember seeing them changing and they were going through the same set every, I don't know, 20 seconds or so. And we we're just sitting there and we couldn't believe it. You know, it wasn't directly over us. It was more over towards the lake behind my house, which is Highland Lake. And we just thought for sure it would take off and it, it, it didn't. And so my dad's like, well, this is really weird. Um, let's get in the car and go home. I'm like, seriously? Like, this is like my dad who's like always up for a weird adventure. Or, you know, the, always the open-minded one usually. He's like, no, like, let's, let's go home. Like, All right. Me being me, I wanted to stay and watch the thing take off, but he made me drive home. So I drove home and, you know, it, was, it wasn't even that far. It's maybe, maybe half a mile further to my house. So as soon as we got out, I'm like looking for it, you know, and there's so many trees back behind our property in between us and the lake. I couldn't see it anymore, but I was like, I wonder if it's still there. And it drove me crazy. They made me leave. In 2011, I was on a summer break from college. I had come home maybe like a month or so before. So it must've been like June or July. And we live in a really old farmhouse, you know, it's like 1820. It's beautiful. It's the home I grew up in ever since I was six. Um, you know, I just left there like a year ago. So it's where I grew up. And, you know, it's always been a little creepy because it's an old, old house. But other than that, you know, it's just childhood imagination for the most part. And I came home and I put on a horror movie late at night. And my mom and I both can't sleep very well. So we'll stay up really, really late sometimes. So she came home from somewhere and she couldn't sleep either. She's like, hey, like, let's watch this movie. And she hates horror movies. So started watching it. She's like, well, this is dumb. I'm going to go to bed. At this point, I was getting really creeped out. Uh, and I don't get creeped out easy. So I'm like, no, 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 you're not going to bed. You're sitting on this couch with me and you're finishing it because I'm not watching this alone. So she like rolled her eyes. She's like, fine, but I'm not going to like it. So we finished it. And she's like, OK, can I go to bed now? I'm like, yeah, whatever. So go upstairs, um, get into bed. And at this point, you know, I'm still a little creeped out. It's dark, you know, you just gotta get like a palate cleanser going or something. So I was like watching friends and I think texting my boyfriend at the time who was a few states away. And then he went to sleep and I felt, you know, fine at that point. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna try to go to bed too. So I shut my phone off and I'm sitting in my, in my bed on my back and I look over to my right and there's a window right there, like next to my head. And I look out and it's, you know, it's dark, it's summer, but it's not pitch black, you know, kind of a light navy color outside. So I'm looking outside and I can see these cute little bats flying around outside, um, kind of coming in and out of my window. You know, it's not uncommon to hear like owls and stuff at night. And uh, I was like, oh, look, they're so cute. Me being me, I'm like, bats are cute. Um, looking, looking out there flying around. And then all of a sudden, my whole window, and you know, this is like a standard window, like regular vertical window, the whole thing just gets blacked out. For something to completely block out the window, like the bats are small, this thing completely covered the whole window to so the point of there was no light coming through at all from the moon or anything. And then it was just quiet. And I didn't see the bats anymore. So I'm trying not to psych myself out, you know, it's like, all right, you just watched a horror movie, like, you need to, you need to calm down. You're just imagining things. 
And then for probably the next hour, I just heard something walking around my roof, which doesn't make any sense because the house that I, my bedroom is in is the main part of the house. It's that old, old, like classic cape. And then right outside my window, there's like a little extension that's just one level. That's our kitchen that goes in and then it continues on into our garage. So it's, it's completely steep, you know, nothing, you can't stand on it. It's not flat. Um, and I just heard footsteps for probably a good hour and a half. I'm like, well, <laughs> I'm not going to sleep now. You know what I mean? Like I'm too paralyzed to move. I don't even want to like leave and go downstairs because who knows what I'm going to see outside those windows. So I just, I'm like, all right, like don't have a panic attack. We're going <laughs> to, you know, we're going to do a quick little devotional real quick and hope this thing is gonna leave soon. My mom, I told her about the next morning and she's like, I have no idea, that's super, super weird. It never came back. I still, to this day, have no idea what it was. So that same summer, I'm pretty sure it was the same summer, I get woken up in the middle of the night and I just hear this intense grinding noise. You know, I'm a pretty heavy sleeper, like once I am asleep, I have a lot of insomnia, but a pretty deep sleeper usually sounds the thunder, nothing really wakes me up. It sounds like it's coming right from outside the window and that's where like our front door into like our mudroom is. So that's where our front door goes into and there's a porch outside and it sounded like it was coming right from that porch, which was maybe 20 feet below and in front of my window. But there's no lights on outside, I can't see anything. The best thing I can explain it as, because it was just such a strange noise. Growing up, we had horses for a while, and the fair that comes out and trims their hooves would take out this huge, basically like nail file. It's all, it's metal. It kind of looks like a weird tire iron, but it's flattened. And they just, you know, they, they grind out the horse's hooves after they trim them to make sure they're all smooth. It sounded like somebody had taken one of those, but they had taken it to like a metal doorknob, which our doorknob was metal. It was just such a weird metallic grinding noise. It was very strange. And it just, it kept going. It was like very rhythmic side to side, just like it would be if the fairer came out, just back and forth. And it just, it went on for a couple minutes and me being me, cause I'm a chicken. I knew like we usually locked our front door. I think at this point I'm like maybe 22, 23 at this point. I'm like, well, you know what? This is weird. It's not the first weird thing that's happened in this house. I'm creeped out. I'm gonna go wake up my dad because apparently I'm still a small child. <laughs> so you gotta go and get dad. So I creep in his room I'm like, hey, there's something weird happening outside. And he's like, seriously, like you're waking me up. Like what's happening now? Like, I don't know, man. So he gets up, he comes into my bedroom and he like looks out. And of course at this point, as soon as I woke him up, he comes into my bedroom, the sound has stopped. He's like, all right, like what? What are you talking about? So he goes downstairs. He turns on the porch light. I'm still in my window. I'm looking down because I'm like, I'm not going down there. Turns on the porch light. There's nothing there. Comes back upstairs and he's like, what did you hear? And I told him the noise and him being skeptical like he usually is. He's like, oh, you know what? You're probably just hearing the extra roofing in the barn, which mind you is literally across the street. Like it's probably another hundred feet away, if not more. It's probably like a couple hundred feet away at least where the roofing is in the very back of the barn. He's like, you're probably just hearing like the wind coming through the, through the barn because there's a lot of missing boards and it's probably rattling the roofing. I'm like, no, no, no. That's like a tin noise. You know what a rattle sounds like versus a side to side rhythm. Like they're totally different. 
And at this point, he's just giving me this like side eye, you know, like, uh huh, okay. I was like, I'm not lying. Like, that was a totally different noise. I would know what that noise was, and it wouldn't be consistent like that. Like, wind is not consistent, you know? He's like, well, whatever it is, I'm going back to bed. Don't wake me up again. <laughs> I'm like, okay, fine. Seems fair. So, my mom was asleep this whole time. I told her the next morning before I went to work. And at this point, I was working quite a bit. You know, sometimes if I had to stay late and clean stuff at my job, it was like a 16 hour day. So, I was pretty beat. And this was one of those like long weeks. So I came home from work really late and my mom and I are like watching something on the TV and I like pass out on the couch. Like I'm just exhausted. My head's like practically in her lap, you know, and it's, I don't know, it's maybe like 11 o'clock, 1130. And she shakes my, my shoulder and she's like, Amanda, I'm like, oh my God, what? Like, I just fell asleep woman. Like, what do you want from me? She's like, I can hear it. And I'm like, you hear it too? And she's like, yeah, I don't, I don't know what that noise is. Like, I've never heard that before. You're right. Like, it doesn't sound like anything specific that you've heard in your life. And I was so exhausted at this point. I was like, all right, cool. I just wanted to go back to bed. Now, of course, hindsight, I'm like kicking myself. I'm like, I have a witness. We should have gone and investigated, me and my mom, because apparently that's the only way I go investigate things and not be a chicken is if I have people with me. So we didn't. But she's like, yeah, I heard it. And we talked about it for a couple days. And she also couldn't come up with anything. No logical, rational explanation of what it would be. Later that summer, I was sleeping in my bed. And again, like same thing, I was working a lot that summer. Passed out. I've, I always sleep on my side. I'm definitely a side sleeper. I never sleep on my back unless I'm just dead tired, you know, like full on drooling tired. And I woke up in my bed one night because something stroked my face. I just woke up. It was, it was just like, you know, if somebody had just slapped you across the face, like you just wake up totally like adrenaline rush ready to go because you're like, that wasn't me. Like, that doesn't make sense. And I woke up and there's nothing in my bedroom. You know, it's dark. I can see everything. There's nothing there. And like, I remember just sitting there and I, I I really remember something stroking my face, like I could feel something touching me. And I've taken, I've taken neuro classes, I've taken a lot of biology and anatomy classes for my job. And you can totally have a delusion that you hear something because your brain is just looking for any input when it gets quiet. So it'll make things up and sometimes you might hear your name, you might hear like a hey. It's very normal. But for something to physically touch you, like I have no explanation for that. So I remember sitting there and I'm like, all right, like, don't touch me again. Like, you stay over there. I'm going back to bed. You are not allowed to touch me anymore. <laughs> I just like turned over and went back to sleep. Never happened again after I was like told it off. I don't know. I don't even know what it was, but I'm like, you know what? That's not cool. You crossed the line. No more touching. I think 2017, maybe like the following summer, my mom once same, working the same job, crazy hours. Uh, I come back. At this point, I had added on another job, so I'm working two at once. Uh, I come downstairs in the morning to go into work, and my mom is like, hey, what were you doing downstairs last night? And I'm like, well, what are you talking about? And she's like, yeah, you came down at like, it's probably like 1130. Like, what were you doing downstairs? And the funny thing was, is like, I had come home and I was upstairs. I wasn't asleep though. I was up there, like, I think I was watching like Netflix or something. So I was up at 11.30 and I'm like, mom, I, I wasn't downstairs. Like I was upstairs watching TV, like on my phone before bed. I, I never came downstairs. I didn't even come downstairs to like get water or anything. And she's like, well, 
something walk past the doorway to the living room. Like I, I thought I saw you passing the doorway to go into the kitchen. She's like, that's what I assumed it was. I was like, well, it wasn't me. So she's like looking at me and I'm looking at her, you know, like, uh. Of course, my dad just thinks we're both crazy. Just absolutely crazy, but whatever. You know, my, my whole family growing up, like Christian households ran like a pretty tight ship. And my mom, you know, she'll, she'll listen and she just, She's experienced her own weird things over the years, so she's more, like, open to being like, oh, I don't have an explanation for that, but I don't think it's something you can explain, you know? She's like, I have no idea. But my dad is just like, nope, uh, nope, it's not real. Like, you're being ridiculous. You're just hearing stuff. You watch too much TV, whatever. Um, so my dad's like, I don't believe in ghosts. Demons are real, but ghosts are not. So I don't know. I don't know what's in that house. I don't know if there's just weird, like, things that are lingering in that house. Like I said, it's old. I'm sure people have died in it before. There's an extra well back on the property, maybe like a half, half an acre through the woods where there must have been another house at one point. I don't know if there's something in there, if it's a hot spot. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have an explanation for it. Growing up, I was just under the assumption that if anything was creepy or felt harmful, it was always like kind of demonic, you know, which I still hold pretty true to. But I, I do agree there's like things to this day that happen or that people experience that you just can't explain either way. And I just don't I don't know if we'll ever know what they really are. Thank you again to my contributors, Amanda and Melanie, for trusting me with your stories. This episode featured music by Sola Flair, DJ Spooky, Blue Dot Sessions, Big Blood, Dadala, and Kyangle. Pine State Gothic is edited and produced by me, Leah Watkins. I want to hear your experiences of the mysterious, magical, mystical, or murderous side of Maine. Please email me at pinestategothic at gmail.com. You're still here? Hmm. How about a bonus story from Amanda? I, it was Sunday. I stayed home to sleep in. I was sleeping in really, really late. I slept until like 12 that day. It was a Sunday. Um, so my parents had gone to church in the morning together. And they usually come home about like 12, you know, if the church service finishes up and they get home quickly. If they stick around and talk, sometimes it's like 1. So it's like 12.45. I'm in my bedroom and like, you know, you can kind of hear all the way downstairs. Like you can hear full blown conversations. The floors aren't super, super insulated because it's an old house. So I hear like voices right on below me, which is our living room area. And I'm like, oh, cool. Like my parents are home. Like they must have just gotten back. It's about the same time, you know, and I hear this like one person talking, another person talking. It's back and forth. It's give and take. I'm like, OK, cool. Like uh, it, they must have gotten home. And this goes on for maybe like three or four minutes. And then it gets quiet again. And it's like, it's so quiet. It's quiet as in like, I'm the only person in the house quiet, you know, that you get used to. And 
So I'm like, huh. So I get up and I look out the window again and my parents always pull into the driveway and they never pull all the way into the garage. Like if it's, you know, during the summertime, they just leave the car in the driveway and there's no car in the driveway. Like there's, there's nobody. So I'm like, what the heck am I hearing? Unless they were just here for a couple minutes and then left. You know what I mean? But so I got so freaked out at this point. I called my best friend. I'm like, I think there's somebody in my house. Like, I don't think my parents ever came home. Like either somebody's breaking in, casing the place, and they're having a full-blown discussion, which seems kind of stupid, or there's something else going on here. And she's like, well, why the heck are you calling me? I'm like, I don't know. I panicked. And she's like, well, let me have your address just in case, like, something's about to happen. I have to call the cops. So I, I have her, like, on the phone, and I get, we have, like, a concealed handgun in the house tucked away. So I, I take that out, and I basically, like, SWAT style go through every room in the house and there's nobody there and my parents they never came home it was just so freaky and my dad comes home and you know I told him what had happened and he's like oh my word you're overreacting he's like you probably just heard the Alexa in the kitchen going off I'm like but that's in the kitchen like that's a different room and also something has to set Alexa off to talk and she's not going to talk for like two or three minutes like just the complete skeptic of course anytime he does says something like that. I'm like, Hey, remember that UFO in 2009? Do you have an answer for that? And that's the only thing he's like, yeah, you're right. I really can't explain that. Like, that's the only thing he'll agree with because he was there for that and he saw it and he's not, not sure what it is, but everything else, you know, he's like, you probably just heard this or you're hearing things. I'm like, no, like it's not, it's, I'm not, <laughs> I swear. So yeah, that just happened last summer. And that, that really freaked me out quite a bit. <laughs> 